Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following content is not suitable for children. George, ever experienced a flow state during sex? Woo! That's, isn't that the goal, Lori, a flow state? <laughs> that is. That's how we control our happiness. Let's well, talk about it. Sounds good. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. Getting in a flow. Well, how about we talk about the flow generally before we get into, into sex, yes. right? To really invite people into just uh, remembering moments in your life where, you know, I think the key sign of a flow state is where time seems to be standing still, where you're so immersed in the process mm -hmm. of doing what you love. There's such intense focus that it's, you can't be distracted about other things. Your mind's not wandering. You're really locked into the present moment. I mean, this is mindfulness at its best. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I, would, I was a receiver playing football growing up and you know, a lot of times you're worried about dropping the ball. It is so many distractions and worries. But every once in a while, you'd get into this flow state and the ball would be in the air. And it looked like the size of like a beach ball. It was like so big and coming so slowly, you couldn't not drop it. I mean, it was just the easiest thing in the world to catch it. It never enters your brain that you're not going to catch the ball. Like when you when I was in those states, it was like peak performance. You couldn't lose. You couldn't drop it. You just were one in the experience with one with the ball. Right. And that? so different from those moments where I would drop a ball and then the next one, I was so worried about it. The ball's in the air. I'm like, please catch this. Please catch this. I'm like, there's so many distractions. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's night and day from these flow states. Yeah, I think people in dating often experience a flow state. You know, they have mm -hmm. no sense of time. They've been talking. And I remember a conversation with my husband. We were in his living room. It was Sunday afternoon and we were just starting to date and we talked for hours and I remember the sunset and suddenly it was dark and I hadn't even noticed how long we had been talking that the sun was going down. It was just like suddenly, wow, we've been talking for hours. There was no sense of time at all. Right. Just lost in the moment. This is engagement at its best. Yes. I mean, you are totally locked in. If you look at like a flow chart, and I talk about this in my book, Sacred Stress, this is the sweet spot when you're in a flow. If you have too much of a challenge and something's too difficult, the anxiety gets in the way. Mm -hmm. And the, the flip side of it is not enough of a challenge. If there's, you know, that leads to kind of apathy and boredom, like that's not going to make it happen, right? The sweet spot is just the right amount where you're challenged and you're performing in that challenge. 
that's where we're, we're talking about these flow states. So when you talk about you and Derek, the conversation wasn't boring, Mm-mm. right? It wasn't combative and difficult. It was right in this sweet spot of just kind of feeling, hanging on every word, right? Not mm-hmm. wanting the night to end, just totally being absorbed in this state of flow. Yeah, exactly. It, it is kind of this merger, right? Either merger into the activity or potentially merger with another person. Mm-hmm. where you have no sense of boundaries anymore about the self. You know, you're just involved completely. And, uh, you know, the man, okay, you say his name because I can't say it. Who developed, um, who yes, wrote the book? Yes, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. Right. He wrote the book on flow originally. Right. And he was really studying the problem of happiness. How do we become happy? Because he was imprisoned in World War II. And as he was observing adults around him, He was trying to distinguish the ones who could not live a normal life after their imprisonment from the ones who somehow or another grew to thrive after this terrible trauma. And certainly we understand how that trauma was awful and how difficult it is for humans to endure and thrive after trauma that breaks their spirit. But he wanted to understand, was there a way to do this? And I I believe he He thought that flow, getting absorbed in a task or a performance where you lose track of time, where you lose a sense of self-consciousness, the inner critic is silent, Mm. was one way that these people identified as finding happiness. Right. It's fantastic research. Mihai looks at people absorbed. So if you think if you love gardening or going on a walk, I or do. working all those out, things right? all those things when you find yourself you close your eyes before you know it a half hour went by you're immersed in the moment and there's two huge benefits to that you're doing something well while simultaneously you're not worrying about all the things we typically worry about mm-hmm. that's what makes it an optimum state the anxieties the insecurities the self-consciousness the, all that stuff that chatter in our brain gets pushed aside and frees up all that energy to be directed towards the task in front of us. No wonder why you do pretty well in these flow states. Mm -hmm. Are you choosing examples on purpose that resonate with me? Just coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm always envious and my wife loves gardening and she goes out there and I'm like, I look at it like a chore. I'm going to just be there pulling weeds for a half hour. This seems like there's so many other things I'd rather be doing. She goes out there before you know it, two hours have gone by and she comes in with this huge smile and it's not work to her, right? She gets so much fulfillment from that kind of connection because this is about connection when you're in a flow state, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. My husband says, if I don't have my hands in dirt, I'm not happy. Well, you guys see your beautiful pictures all the time of your garden. So obviously you have a big green thumb. It's glorious right now. I have all the iris just bloomed overnight. It was, it's fantastic. Right. So back to flow, how this concept developed and it's been applied now to sex, but I think just the sense that we are masters of our happiness, that we can do something Mm. that brings us happiness. You know, I'm a supervisor and a director at my clinic. And oftentimes my clinicians, as they're young and developing, they have trouble letting go of people's issues and, and they feel kind of done in at the end of the day. And so I keep trying to figure out ways to help them be therapists without being burned out. And I think 
for me, oftentimes in therapy, I enter flow, you know, because I'm so absorbed in what the people are saying in their life, in their world. My own world is far, far away. You know, I'm not really thinking about it. It's very challenging as I try to be with them, try to understand them and try to help shift them into whichever direction they need to go. It's challenging sometimes, maybe sometimes too challenging occasionally, but most of the time I'm just absorbed in it and I lose track of time. I mean, I'm often at the end of the session thinking, man, that went fast. I mean, it was like barely enough time. Right. Yes, the proof is in the levels of engagement. And he did some fascinating research around looking at most people think money is going to make them happy. Yeah. And he looks at this chart over the last 50 years and our standard of living, the amount of money people have has really gone up, mm-hmm. yet the happiness has not. Like once you reach this basic level where your needs are being met comfort-wise with money, you don't really gain much by chasing and putting all your energy toward trying to make more and, and uh, access and own more things. So this idea that people that actually invest that time in mm-hmm. engaging, like you just talked about work, right? If work mm-hmm. is you get locked into a session or in the garden, or going on a walk, or having sex, or talking to your best friend, the people that have more flow states are the happiest people on this planet. So how do we educate people to kind of look for the proof? The proof is in these flow states. If you're not experiencing flow because you sit in front of the TV every day, and that's kind of passive and or bored, you're not going to have as many flow states as somebody who's kind of out there doing things where their brain is locked in. Mm -hmm. And Mihai is pretty critical of screens as kind of a passive entertainment that robs us of flow. I also think he makes a really good point that we need to do away with all distractions. Like in right. order to enter flow, we have to get rid of the distractions. So when you're right. on your computer, perhaps working, you got to turn off all those notices. I would say like, let's put down our damn phones. Right. You know, the phone, my challenge to everybody out there is no phones at dinner. If you're going out to eat with your lover, why would you take a phone in? That, that's ridiculous. Or if you're just at a family dinner, put the phones in a place that are turned off so that you can actually be relational. Well, let's make that segue into applying this to sex without the phones when we get back. Okay. Had a patient tell me the other day, uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay, they bought some and they said, you were right, Lori, it is the best. Way better than what they had been using before because scent-free, taste-free, There's no sticky residue, which is so important. It doesn't get gummy. It doesn't create that friction that some of the lubricants out there do. It leaves you feeling soft and silky. It uses high-grade silicone with a little bit of vitamin E. You can switch from oral sex to intercourse. You can use it with touching. I highly recommend it. During foreplay, makes her feel better, makes him feel good. I mean, it's a better touch. And you know when thousands of doctors sex therapists and clients are all agreeing and recommending the same thing. You're onto something. Exactly. So uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay for 10% off. O-M-G, yes.com. The truth, Lori, of course, is that our pleasure gets better over our lifetime as we learn and discover more and more about what we like and what our partner likes. Oh, yeah. More knowledge makes a great thing even better. Right. I think people believe this myth that they're supposed to 
know how to do it, how to touch each other. And I think for women, our bodies are so sensitive that we need high attunement. And ohmygodyes.com is where you can actually see real video of women explaining the touch that they need labeling it so we can speak the same language and then showing it is explicit. We know that, but we think it's beautifully done. It's artfully done. And we just encourage you to try ohmygodyes.com with the coupon foreplay so that they know we've sent you there. And therapists as well, if you come to our website, they are offering this product to you free. So please come to our website and figure out how to do that. You need to send them your website, and you can get a free membership. So So we want to apply this to sex. And because this was kind of spurred by an article in psychology today on how to experience a flow state during sex. Um, We'll put that in the show notes. But basically, McCaskill and Needle, they studied the role of flow in sex. And really, this, this happens basically with people who have a long-term relationship and who get attuned, Mm -hmm. they're able to enter flow with each other, partly right because some of the anxiety is gone. They trust each other as lovers and they know how to do this. There's partly it's through experience, through repeated pleasurable experiences. You know, our brain just kind of goes into a groove of, you know, I can let go. I can be in flow. It's so important what you're saying because there's so much in our culture that emphasizes novelty and hookups and, you know, and there's not a lot talking about the benefits of long-term relationships. And yet what you're saying is so critical to that, that people that have been with each other for a long time have a better chance of accessing these flow states. This dovetails so nicely into the work of Peggy Kleinplatz and great lovers, right? What do great lovers do? They feel safe. They can be vulnerable. They can get into these flow states. They describe being part of something bigger than themselves where Mm -hmm. time seems to stand still. The chatter in their brain stops and they're lost in the moment. Not so different what you're describing in the garden. That's what they're describing with their partner, right? Right. That super sense of connection. That's just just amazing. And how great is sex when you're not self-conscious? You're in it. You're with your partner, not thinking critical thoughts about yourself. Or, God forbid, critical thoughts about your partner, you know, but the inner critic that stops us from enjoying something is silent. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that creates such a wonderful experience in sex where you're just relaxed. And although he does say that some of it is a challenge, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking it probably is pretty challenging to turn on a woman and (laughs) maybe men can enter flow states easier in sex because of the challenge. I think it's much easier for women. I'm sure the testosterone helps. Probably testosterone helps. It gives you a focus, gets that turn on. But again, what what I want to highlight in these flow states, so many people, regardless of sexual orientation, religious, whatever our difference is, it almost feels like a transcendent experience, right? They, a lot of people, it feels spiritual because they really lose themselves in the merge of something mm-hmm. bigger. That is what a flow state is. It's You're not that important. It's not such a big deal, right? You're caught up in something bigger than you, which is so beautiful. No wonder why time seems to stand still. You're like, I mean, that's about as peaceful. I mean, it's it, there's ecstasy there. There's, there's safety there. There's 
curiosity there. There's easiness there. I mean, this is life at its best. Aside from the physical release and pleasure that people get during sex, if you experience flow with your partner, I mean, it's it's really like one organism, right? Mm -hmm. You begin to see how important the we is, you know, how important it is to be a couple, how important the partnership is, you know, just to be immersed in that. I think you come out of the experience just with new appreciation for how important the partnership is. I mean, I had a couple describe to me their flow state actually was after the orgasm. Mm -hmm. It was, that's that afterglow period mm. of just kind of letting themselves just kind of fall into each other. Mm -hmm. And in that holding space to just like, there are no worries in the world. There's a lot of gratitude. There's just this sense of like, I'm so lucky to be here, right? To have both people in that state where they don't know as they're hugging each other, like where one person's arm ends and the other begins, there is a merger there, mm -hmm. right? They're flooded with oxytocin. Their body is just relaxed. I mean, I think when you're in that state of gratitude where it's just like, does life get any better than this? Mm -hmm. Like this is this is us at our simplest. You know, it's like a little kid being picked up and just feeling loved and feeling safe. I mean, it just uh, that you can you know when you see two people making eye contact with each other, right? That you know those those eyes are the doorways into the soul. There's a sense of this this merging that's just just astounding. In our culture, with so much emphasis on individuality and me first, and you know, making sure my needs are met, if we have regular experiences where we are merged, where we are in flow sexually with our partner, I mean, I think some of the difficulty of becoming a couple is alleviated because as we prioritize the coupleship above our individual needs, it, it's hard sometimes to think that this will actually be stronger and better for us because some of us, some of what we want is subsumed into that coupleship. But healthy couples, strong couples do prioritize the we over the I. And I think this is some of the reward. It's like we begin to see on a micro level, oh, this is what it would be like to be a powerful part of a coupleship. We feel it in our bodies, right? We experience it. And I think you know, in EFT, we're all about experiencing something so that another part of our brain, kind of our unconscious, our body tells us something new. And if we're in flow in sex, you know, this is, it's an imprint. Like we get it on a really deep level of how powerful, how good it feels to be part of a we instead of just myself. Exactly. I mean, we can have more orgasms masturbating. I, I mean, personally, I don't think there's anything that compares to an orgasm with my partner. I mean, it, it's so much more powerful. It's so much more powerful emotionally, spiritually, physically, in every way. Right. And what's sad is most people are not getting help to reach flow state sexually. Because what is the emphasis? The emphasis is on the performance, the mm -hmm. physical, the techniques, the acts, which really get people in their own head instead of focusing on the letting go and the emotional connection, which is critical to these flow states. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think we want to do is help people. I love what you were saying earlier about the intentionality, right? If you're intentional, like your target is flow state, then how do you set yourself up for success? 
what do couples have to do, Lori, to set themselves up for success in these flow states? Yeah, I think what we've, we've been talking about, best sex, right? Having sex that is the body, emotions, our spirit, and our thoughts, that that kind of merger with all of those parts engaged does create an optimal experience that enhances the relationship, the satisfaction of the relationship in general. I mean, you and I, we listened to a podcast this week that was more focused on the body and the experience of the body. And it was important. You know, they were freely talking about things that most people don't talk about. And that was great. I think both of us noticed that uh, these were women talking that none of them really talked about their emotional needs during sex. And maybe as therapists, we, we know that they have somehow or another for that particular moment split off the emotions about what they were describing sexually. And I think that flow state is the engagement of all of these areas. Right. Right. Well, let's come back and get into more specifics on how to reach that target of flow state. Okay. There is only one FDA-approved little pink pill. Addy or Flibanserin is for premenopausal women bothered by low sex drive. Visit addyi.com slash foreplay and complete your online consultation to see if Addy is right for you. Addy is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive low sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past and who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescriptions, over-the-counter or herbal medications, or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full PI, including box warning at Addy.com forward slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Visit addyi.com slash foreplay support for foreplay radio is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels <laughs> interested in Lori too manscaped has just launched their fourth generation trimmer I mean, think about that. They're ready in their fourth generation with over 2 million men worldwide who trust manscaped with their family jewels. Yeah. So I think this is so cool that men are taking this more seriously. I mean, this has been a privilege we haven't had to really think about, like what it looks like. Men just let it grow. Don't have to really worry about it. And, and women for way too long have been carrying the load with this. They're worried about what they smell like, how clean they are, what they look like. Or men just have been taking this for granted. Why do that? This is a better way to get you as a man more into the mood to kind of recognize you smell good, you look good, you're trimmed, right? It just gives you more confidence. I'm so proud to be partnering with Manscaped. Yep. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code foreplay at manscaped.com. So one of the things we talked about, George, that is the first requirement is really you got to eliminate all distractions, all external distractions. You know, most of us make love in our bedrooms. For our anniversary, my husband and I, we bought new bedroom furniture and refurnished and repainted and did our whole master bedroom up. You know, just so that it becomes like this sanctuary, this spa-like 
experience when you go into the bedroom. I think that that's great. No laundry in the bedroom, no pictures of the children in the bedroom. That's one of my roles. It's like, I don't want to be thinking about my kids while I'm in my bedroom. For me, it's always helpful to remind myself, what is the target? It, the target is not always flow state. Sometimes you want a quickie, right? Sometimes you yes. just want a release of stress. Yes. Sometimes, sure. you know, so again, there are a lot of different goals to sex and that's the beauty of it. There's so much freedom, right? right. But if you want to hit these flow states with sex, then you've got to be very intentional about setting it up for that possibility, right? And that's where that best sex becomes so important, you know, starting off with the body. How can you, that's the best way of letting go of the distress distractions, allowing yourself to feel, to relax, to kind of let all your senses come online. So that's what you're talking about. Like, hey, what does the furniture look like? That's important. Do I have music on? Is the candle, you know, all of these little factors that are building a, a context, a climate, an atmosphere mm -hmm. that's making it much more likely for your body to kind of reach this state. It's also cueing your brain. Mm -hmm. You know, when I come in and I see the candlelight, I hear the music, my husband has on cologne. All of those are sensory cues about what's about to happen. And and our brains actually get into a state with some of those cues. You're laughing. What are you laughing at? I'm just thinking about, you know, <laughs> men, the manscaping, like how important, like stuff that we don't think about. But that's could be a big turnoff, right? You're not, you're not, you're not groomed. You're smelly. It's just you're not clean. Like these things are so important. Women work so hard to kind of get themselves ready, and men just haven't thought about this. So I don't know. It's just uh, it's something I've been thinking more about. Absolutely. I don't know many women who don't take a shower before sex or something, you know, get ready themselves. And, and again, it's part of the priming of their mind. You know, I'm entering a new place, right? We, you know, we have rituals that help our brain get ready. A man should be thinking about the same thing. He you should know, be. Showers, keep it in nice and fresh and clean smelling and tasting. And that, that makes a difference. And, yeah. you know, to just have that intentionality, I think I love what you're saying. It puts your mind more in a mood to think about like, this is important that I taste clean like that. That's a turn on for my partner. That starts to turn me on as I think about it instead of just not being intentional about any of these things. I think I've told this story on the podcast, but I had a girlfriend, she had been married for 25 years and we were on a hike. All of us as couples, we were away for the weekend. And she was saying that she never gave her husband oral sex. I'm like, really? Why not? And she's like, well, I like to do it better when he's just out of the shower. I'm like, have you told him that? And she said, I don't think I have. I'm like, why wouldn't you tell him that? She said, well, I don't want to insult him. I don't want him to think that he tastes bad or smells bad in any state. I'm like, oh, just tell him. And later on, we were hiking and he sort of passed me by on the trail and he just leaned over and he said, thank you. <laughs> you got to taste good. If he comes back fresh. from that nice six hour hike, I mean, that's <laughs> not going to taste so good. <laughs> Right. I mean, so what's what's quick wrong shower with that men thinking about like what's that's going to taste like or smell like that. That's also important. But you're getting back to that best. Right. And, Letting that body go ahead and put a shower head in the shower. Right. Because then you can take five seconds and shower off every time. Right. And again, put the phones down. Do not let the phones in your bedroom. If you're going to make love, that's that's crazy. So we got our body kind of locked in the moment, right? The body is so in the moment and, and intentional doing that. If you're paying attention to your breathing and you're touching, it's hard to let the brain wander. That's the beauty of mindfulness, mm -hmm. right? But the, the ease, that emotional 
how do you make sure your heart is aligned? And I think this is the most important piece for that flow state, that you're allowing your heart to to expand and to not just be kind of locked within you, right? You mm -hmm. literally, that is where we got merger happening. Mm -hmm. I know when people are talking about feeling gratitude, feeling just blessed, feeling like that appreciation, that, that thinking about how important the other is, mm -hmm. like that's a great sign that that heart is online. Yeah. In our heart, to be online, we have to be emotionally connected. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we're with people who say, why are you spending all this time on our emotional connection? We really came to you just for sex. It's like, if only <laughs> it were that easy. If only sex therapy were about technique and you touch him here and you touch her there, blah, blah, blah. You know, and now bingo, you have great sex, but really our hearts have to be online. And I think one way to think about doing that is to certainly you got to have emotional connection, but also you, you got to eliminate some of that momentarily so that you can have physical connection, which adds to the emotional connection and maybe getting rid of that internal distraction mm -hmm. that says, okay, I'm, you know, but we had a fight. Yeah, we're repaired, but I still that it's like, how do you get rid of that? And I think one of the things you said sparked something in me. You, you talked about how gratitude, the practice of gratitude helps us kind of keep the whole thing in mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. We're in process. We're in partnership. You know, partnership means sometimes I'm not so happy with my partner. There's a season or I've just had a fight, but how do I get rid of that? Maybe writing some of it down, journaling, making yes. sure that we do practice gratitude for the good things about our partner. You know, sometimes I've had patients who have 95% in their sex life of everything anybody would want, but they focus on the 5% that's missing and all their attention goes to that. And so they don't take in and, and feel in their heart how good the connection is and use that as a springboard to maybe have the rest or, or yep. just to be happy and content. Exactly. The key to emotional safety and that connection is you need to just listen to whatever the emotional signal is this isn't always about though gratitude and being happy like if there's a fear and you could share that fear and your partner could comfort you you're never going to feel safer than in those moments mm -hmm. right so we're just encouraging people to share whatever the feeling is right to give it permission to give it space and it tells us what we need that's the key to emotions if i feel like a little insecure and i share that and my partner could reassure me and you know now i feel so appreciative because she's loving me in places i really needed it people that leave out their emotions leave out the ability for all of these different ways of connecting with each other so that getting that heart online is critical to flow states mhm mm also maybe having sex when you're biologically most ready, like at your mm. peak, that can help, especially, you know, it's hard to get into flow state if you're low on energy. If you come to the bedroom and you've worked yourself to death and there's nothing left really emotionally for your partner or physically to be really involved sexually, it's harder to be in flow. Yes. And we add those last two elements of the spiritual, right? Allowing yourself to want to be part of something bigger than yourself. That intentionality is often helpful. And then that 
the thinking part, right? Our brain allowing space for that erotic part to be able to come out to talk about our fantasy, things we want to do differently, right? That's so important to couples just finding, I think just talking, being able to communicate can be such a turn on. That's the whole idea of this show is to get people more comfortable because we want a partner to be a mind reader and it just doesn't work that way, right? The more that we can say, hey, I would really kind of love this. If you, like you're giving that feedback, we were talking about angling the last time and you know, a little shift here and all of a sudden, boom, it's a lot easier for your body to get into these flow states when you're partner is responsive. This is all about attunement, right? A flow mm -hmm. state is attunement. And we really need to be able to communicate to get there. I think this is what he's talking about, the, the work aspect of sex, the challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the challenges is the focus of, you know, okay, keeping my heart online, even though I'm in a partnership that has ups and downs, you know, keeping my heart online, appreciating and feeling gratitude for just getting to the bedroom, even though, yeah, you know, maybe my sex life still needs to grow and become more of what I want. Like, how do we, that task of staying focused on the good, on staying focused on our partner and on our pleasure, you know, not letting those distractions in, that actually takes a lot of mental energy right. that is difficult. And so maybe that's what causes flow state. Beautiful. Well, we wishing you all more success in your flow states. Keep it hot. Call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.